And now, Lifestyles Unlimited presents the Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Over the next hour, we unfold your map to financial freedom. You'll learn how to retire through investing in single family and multifamily real estate. You'll learn how to create cash flow and build wealth so you can have the time and money to live the lifestyle you want. Welcome to the show. My name is Al Gordon, and as always, I'm working on your financial freedom. And I do a lot of reading in retirement. For those of you that are just new to the show, I want to tell you that I am real estate retired. I'm just going to get that out of the way. What does that mean? That means that I used real estate to get me to a place of retirement. I did that four years ago. I retired four years ago, and I'm not looking back. I spent half of my retirement in a pandemic. Yeah, trust me. That was like the worst thing that happened to me because I got myself retired right at kind of like the, the midpoint of 2019. And I was trying to get my, my ducks in order and figure out what it was going to be like to be in this new retired life. Right. And, and as I'm kind of like figuring out, okay, well, what do I want to do? What do I want to focus on? Pandemic hits and I can't do anything. Yeah, except maybe go to the grocery store with a mask on. Right. Y'all know exactly what I'm talking about. So, Two of the four years that I have been retired, I spent on house arrest. Yeah, I spent on house arrest just like you did. So the difference between you and me was that you went to work. I didn't. Ironically, we did some of the same things. Yeah, we did some of the same things. One of the same things that you and I did was we read things. Now, that reminded me of the fact that I have read a lot throughout my life. I'm 59 years of age. Whether that's old to you or young to you is immaterial. It just means that I've been on this planet for 59 years. And ironically, I've been able to read for about 55 or more of those years. So I have, I have done a lot of reading. And when I used to work, I did a lot of reading while I was working. Now, some of you are thinking, well, wait a minute, dude, aren't you supposed to be working? Well, now, hold on. Time out. Some of you will, will enjoy what I'm about ready to say. I had to read things that were attributable to the position I was in. Now, when I was in the military, that meant reading army regulations. That meant reading DA PAMs. What's a DA PAM? Don't worry about it. It's just like an, an augmentation to the regulation. I used to spend my time reading very technical information that helped me to perfect my warcraft. Yeah, so reading was a fundamental component of what I did. When I left the military, I did a lot more reading. I did. I read a lot more. I had to because I had tried to retire myself, but I wasn't retired. And I spent like 10 months of my life trying to get back into the workforce. So while I had extra time on my hands, I read. I did read. But what did I read now? Instead of all that technical stuff that I used to read with the military, I started reading things that would help me transition my life self-help books, stuff like that. You know where I'm going, right? Okay, so I, I continued to read, but the content was different. And most of that content was really designed to help me get back into the workforce. I know I said that already, but I'm trying to make a point. So what did I ultimately focus on? Getting back into the workforce. What did I ultimately achieve? I got back into the workforce. And I was in the workforce. And guess what I did in the workforce again? I read. I did a lot of reading. Now, this time I worked for municipal government. So I had to read a lot of 
technical stuff. I had to read, I, and I had to do a lot of writing too. I actually had to write ordinances and things like that. Oh yeah, there was a lot of, lot of penmanship that went on with all of the reading that I did. Now, why am I bringing up all this reading? Because four years ago, I retired myself. And one of the things that I continue to do in retirement is I read. I continue to read. I read about things that help me progress my life. The difference is when I read now, 100% of what I read is, is focused on what I am interested in. Not what somebody else wants me to be interested in, but what I want to be interested in. Pretty cool stuff, huh? Okay, that's a reason why you should get yourself retired. That right there is a reason why you should be retired. Now, you may not be in the position to retire yourself yet. I get that. Trust me, I spent a good portion of my life, 55 years of my life, not retired. Yeah, I retired at the age of 55. Do the math. 55, retired, add four years. I'm 59. There you go. There you go. So as I'm reading, as I'm going through all my reading, I come across a U.S. News and World Report article. And, I, and, and this, this article was screaming at me. You know why? Because it was entitled 25 Things to Do When You Retire. So I thought, this is, this is going to be great. This is going to give me an idea of 25 things that, that I could focus on, that I could expand my horizons with. Some of them might interest me. Some of them might not interest me, but it doesn't matter. I get the opportunity to explore, which I find interesting, and I can choose what I want. And as I started reading down this list... I started seeing things that I think you need to focus on now in your state of non-retirement. And here's why. Some of these things on this list are critical for your future retirement success. You should not wait until you get retired to start thinking about some of the things on this list. They were talking about, they being U.S. News and World Reports, they were talking about making a bucket list. And they suggested that, you know, don't, don't wait until you retire. Start putting your bucket list together. I think that's really good advice. Start thinking about things that you want to do in your future years that you cannot do right now because you're living a life of quiet desperation. You are. You, you're getting up in the morning. You're putting on your work clothes. You're going to work. Some of you commute, some of you walk to another part of your apartment. It doesn't matter how you get to work, but then you spend the next six, eight, 10, 12, whatever hours it is committed to doing that work, right? And then when you're done doing the work, you have a little bit of time left for yourself, which maybe gets occupied by your family because your family should come first. And at the end of the day, you just don't have a lot of white space in your life. If, if you look at a seven-day calendar, at least five of those days are probably consumed by your working life. One of those days is probably consumed by just trying to catch up on all the things that you can't do on a daily basis because you're working. And then you get the Sabbath, right? You get the Sabbath rest, right? And some of you, you rest. Some of you, you don't. That's the day you go out and you just, everything just goes hog wild. You, you pull the boat and the jet ski out and then you go to the lake and you, you get crazy and you drive fast in the water and you just go, one day I'll be able to do this seven days a week. And then the day comes to an end and you put the boat back on the trailer and you drive it back home and it sits in your driveway for another six days until the Sabbath day comes. And then maybe, just maybe, you can go out and play. 
Okay, so the point I'm trying to make is that there is a concept out there that retirement is all about play. And you'd be right. There, there is a concept that retirement is all about play, but it's also about a lot of other things. A lot of the things that you do in your, your daily life today, you'll also do in your retirement years. Yeah, like wake up, eat, go shopping, go to the doctor. You'll probably go to the doctor a lot more in your elderly years because things in your physical body will have started to break down. Take it from a guy who's living in a meat suit that doesn't operate very well. Yes, I am telling you, your body will wear out over time. And if you do stupid things like I have done to my body, it's going to wear out even faster. What kind of stupid things have I done to my body? Well, let's just let's just sum it up by saying 27 years of military experience and leave it at that. Okay? Yeah, getting getting tossed out of vehicles, getting blown up, all kinds of cool stuff. Yeah, except when it's happening to you. Yeah, great war stories, not fun when it's happening. Let's get back to U.S. News and World Report because they've they've got 25 things on this list, and and I just I want to I want to try and tackle them all before the show ends. So the number two thing they have on the list is they want you to focus on your well being. Well, this is one of those things you should be focused on right now. And if you're having difficulty focusing on your well-being, doing what you're doing for work and life, things are out of balance. Things are out of whack. And one of the challenges you probably have is that you can't make any changes with that work because, number one, you're consuming all the income that comes in, right? You are. You're consuming everything. There's very little going to savings, and there's nothing going to an investment pool. You need to fix that. You need to start looking at where you're spending your money. Now, your income, your income from your job, you have very little influence over that. Okay? You don't want it to go down. It could go down. It's, there are instances out there across the world where people have had salaries, and then a decision was made by the organization. They retained their job, but they took home less pay. That happens. It does happen. Chances are it won't happen to you. But here's the thing. Chances are it's not going to go up either. And if it does go up, it's going to go at a very, very small rate, like 1%, 2%, maybe 3%. Maybe you work for an organization that likes to shower you with money. And maybe what I'm saying is not attributable to you. But for most of you, it's attributable to you. So how do you deal with this? Well, one of the ways you deal with it is you start looking at, start looking at where you are spending your money. Start controlling your expenses. If you've got money going out to this, that, and the other thing, and you don't take advantage of this, that, or the other thing, stop sending them money. Cancel those automatic payments. If, if you have a gym membership and you're not using it, why are you paying for it? It's kind of dumb, right? Oh, and just so you know, when you cancel that gym membership today, there's something in the contract that says you have to give them like a 30-day notice. So you're going to wind up paying for an extra month. I'm just telling you that right up front so you don't get caught off guard when they go, oh, okay, so we'll uh, cancel your uh, membership 30 days from now. That's how gyms operate. I'm, I'm just telling you. But at the end of the day, once you get that membership canceled, provided you're not using it, that's going to be money that's not going out. That's money you could actually put into an investment pot. Yeah. You tracking with me now? Okay. And by the way, the investment pot and your savings pot, they can be the same pot. They really can be the same pot of money. I'm serious. All right. Let me get back to the list. Get financially savvy. <laughs> this is the one I've been dying to talk about. Get financially savvy. So what they're suggesting to you 
is that you should wait until retirement to become financially savvy. Dumb. Dumb. I can't say dumb enough. That's dumb. That's a really dumb idea. It's a very dumb idea. And here's why. Your financial lifestyle right now is what it is. It probably revolves around your work. It probably revolves around your family. It probably consumes all of the money that you make. And you spend all of that money trying to live a lifestyle that's keeping up with the Joneses, right? You're trying to keep up with the Joneses. Why? Why? What's the point? Well, the Joneses, they, they've got, you know, the nicer house and the nicer cars and their kids are well-behaved. Hey, well, good for the Joneses. What about you? I think you're doing okay, too. Stop worrying about what the Joneses think. That's your ego. That is your ego taking control of your mind and telling you to do things that are not financially savvy to your wherewithal. I'm serious. Now, some of you think, oh, dude, I'm financially savvy. I've, I've got me a financial planner. Yeah, okay, so you've got somebody advising you on how to retire yourself who hasn't retired themselves themselves. Yeah, now, now think that through. Think that through. Yeah, you're taking re retirement advice from somebody that's not retired. I am giving you retirement advice. I am not a financial planner. I didn't go to school to be a financial planner. I didn't go to school to get a bunch of series licenses. All I did was make a decision in my life to change the trajectory of my life, and I became a member of Lifestyles Unlimited. I, I got my education from Lifestyles Unlimited. Ironically, two, two college degrees in one professional certification, and none of those None of those educational sources taught me what I learned from Lifestyles Unlimited. What they taught me enabled me to get myself to a place of retirement. Now, get this. In two years. I thought it was going to take five. The, the original game plan, it was going to be five years. We, we laid it all out, and it made sense. We do this, we get that result. Then we do this, we get that result. Then we do that, we get the other result. And ironically, at the two-year mark, because real estate is so powerful... I retired myself, and I ain't looking back. But I'll tell you what, when we come back from the break, we're going to be looking at the rest of this list because it's interesting. Stick around. Got questions? Call Lifestyles Unlimited at 855-497-4335. The Real Estate Investor Radio Show continues next. What would you say to women out there, Kelly? If they're thinking about doing this, if they're sitting out there right now going, I'm trapped with a glass ceiling where I work. I know I can't go up any further. There's, there's no room there. What would you say to them about becoming their own boss? Well, you know, you can decide to stay where you're at and keep trying to crack that glass ceiling. But at the end of the day, in this environment, it is so easy you know, to be able to get out of that mold. People know me and they come up to me and they're very gracious and they don't look at me and say, oh, you're a woman, I'm not gonna invest with you, I'm gonna go over here. There's no real gender there. Are you ready to be part of a world where there are no glass ceilings, no gender bias, no limits? Start like award-winning real estate investor Kelly did with the online free workshop. Register at lifestylesunlimitedworkshop.com. Creating the lifestyle you've always wanted. You're hearing Lifestyles Unlimited's Real Estate Investor Radio Show. 
Welcome back to the second half of the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. My name is Al Gordon. And as always, I'm working on your financial freedom. And ironically, I'm looking at a U.S. News and World Report document. This is an article that was written by somebody on their staff. And what they're suggesting is that there are 25 things that you can do in retirement. It's it's designed to get you thinking about retirement. So I so I appreciate that aspect of the article, but ironically as I dig more into the article and the 25 different things that they're identifying, I'm noticing a trend. I am noticing a trend. The trend is that you potentially are going to have financial difficulty in retirement. That's what the trend is indicating to me based on the information coming out of this article. So what am I getting at? All right. Well, here, item number 10, think about relocating. Why? Why? Why would you relocate? Is it possible that in retirement, you're going to make less money than you made when you were working and now you can't afford to live in the place that you've lived in for the last how many years? Do you really want to move? Do you want to be at whatever your retirement age is? By the way, the, the government, the federal government says that the official retirement age is 67. So do you want to be 67 years of age? And do you want to move from where you live now? So if you're thinking about relocating because it makes sense to you, then I think that's okay. But if you're thinking about relocating because it's a financial decision, I think that's a problem. Let me, let me add. Let me add to it. Item number 11. They suggest you should work part-time. Item number 12. Grow your own food. Okay. Stop. Time out. Grow your own food? Okay. If, if, you're, if you're like totally into gardening and, and you've just been desiring to, to manage a garden and to grow your own food so that you know where your food comes from. I, I'm totally cool with that. But this is indicating to me that maybe you need to grow your own food because you may not have enough money to go to the grocery store to buy more food. All right, how about this one? Study your family's ancestry. Why would you wait until you retire to study your family's ancestry? It benefits you to talk to people that are still alive. It does. It benefits you to talk to people that are still alive. They have pieces of information that they're willing to share with you. And when they pass away, they can't share it with you unless they wrote it down somewhere, right? So think about it. If you're going to wait 27 years to get around to studying your family's ancestry, that's 27 years where people can pass away and take the secrets to your ancestry with them. Now, here's one. Okay, so this this is getting back to the the concept that maybe maybe you you're not really retired, even though you think you're retired. That's that's kind of the point I was getting at in this segment. Become a tour guide. Yeah. Become a tour guide. Yeah. What they're saying is if you're gifted in sharing information or are passionate about your local sites, taking a job as a tour guide might be a good fit. All right. Let's stop. Let's analyze that. If if you strongly, strongly desire to be a tour guide. I mean, that's on your bucket list. Go for it. But this indicates to me, you might need a job. You might need a job. So you build up this big bag of money, right? 
this ginormous bag of money and you meet with your financial planner every year. Every year you have a sit down with your financial planner. By the way, this is the guy that's advising you on how to retire yourself who isn't retired himself, just just so you remember. All right, so you meet with them every year. You you fine tune your plan or whatever. You you decide to go from the 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 G brand of uh, stocks to the D brand of stocks or whatever you do, right? Okay, so you you make some some decisions. They buy and sell stuff on your behalf. You go back into cruise control, right? And time goes by, and time goes by, and time goes by, and time goes by, and time goes by. Now you're age sixty seven. Now you've reached the age of maturity for retirement. Now, in accordance with the United States government, you are ready to retire. So now you look back at this big bag of money and you go, wow, I've got $2 million in there. Or, wow, I've got $3 million in there. Or, wow, I've got $4 million in there. Or, wow, I've got $150,000 in there. Oh, oh, why did I throw that in? Because not everybody is disciplined to inject money into the 401k the way their employer tells them to do it. You may have had some years in your life where you had some financial obligations that were greater than the amount of income that you brought in. And the only way you could resolve that was to either take out debt or just not fund the retirement account, right? So you're probably putting money into that retirement account. You've probably been watching the stock market and just kind of scratching your head because the stock market does what the stock market has done. I'm serious about that. I don't even want to bag on the stock market. I I was about ready to bag on the stock market, but I'm not going to do it. I'm just going to tell you it's gambling and I'm going to move on. All right, let me get back to this list because all these other things, well, not all of these other things. Let me just read you the next couple of things here. Uh, item 15, declutter your home. Item 16, get in touch with nature. Item 17, play brain games. Item 18, redecorate your space. Item 19, focus on your personal style. Item 20, find a solo activity. Item 21, discover local attractions. You know what they're suggesting in all those items? That you're going to be bored. I'm serious. All of those things have everything to do with you being bored. What do I do? I'm now retired. See, there is a misconception out there that when you become retired, you will be bored out of your mind. Now, it does happen. I will tell you, you will have little periods in your life where you're just going to go, man, I'm just bored. I just don't know what to do. But it's not an everyday thing. It's not an ongoing occurrence. It's a one-off type of thing. I am fully retired. Now, I do this radio show for, for a myriad of reasons. The, the most important reason is to help you understand that you can do exactly what I did, and you can get yourself retired in the next five years. I'm serious about that. But another reason I do this radio show is because it's a passion for me. It's something that I enjoy doing. It allows me to communicate with you to share the information that I have learned with you. And hopefully you will use this information to affect your life positively. Does that make sense? That's, that's part of the reason I do the radio show. It's not because I have to. It's not because I need the income. It's not because I'm bored. It's just something that I do in retirement because I love doing it. This is not a burden. This is not a chore. This is something that I get up in the morning and I go, sweet, I got radio today. So I do radio. And then what do I do on the days where I don't do radio? I go, hey, let's go down the coast and let's go fishing. Or, hey, 
let's go scuba diving. Or, hey, let's go out and have a nice dinner together. Or, hey, let's go to one of the state parks. Or, hey, let's just get out of the house and spend time together. Whether I'm spending time with my children, whether I'm spending time with my spouse, whether I'm spending time with my close network of friends. And by the way, my close network of friends is comprised of Lifestyles Unlimited members and non-Lifestyles Unlimited members. Yeah, you don't have to be a Lifestyles Unlimited member to be my friend. Yeah, I'm serious about that. Now, it would benefit you to be a Lifestyles Unlimited member because by becoming a member, you will learn how to do what I have done and you will get yourself retired in five years or less and you'll be as happy as I am. And maybe, maybe one day I'll stop doing radio and you'll go, hey, you know what? Al used to do radio and he was kind of okay, but I would be better at it. And, and maybe you would replace me doing radio. I mean, crazier things have happened. I, I, I've, I don't know. Del Wamsley could decide tomorrow that you would be a better radio host than I would be. And you know what? I would respect his opinion and I would be out of radio and that'd be okay. Now, ironically, one of the things that, that I am focused on is developing more money. Now, that doesn't mean I'm going to go out and do more radio shows or hire myself out to somebody else. That's not what I'm, I'm about. I am very happy doing what I do for Lifestyles Unlimited. It is, it is imprinted upon my heart to do what I do. And I love it. I absolutely love it. Dell, I'm telling you, I love it. Okay, so now Dell knows. Now you know too. But let me get back to the point I was about ready to make. I am focused on income right now. I am focused on building my income streams up even further. Now, there's only so much I can do with controlling my expenses. I mean, I've, I've canceled my cable box. That's about all I can do to control my expenses. All right. So I'm saving, I don't know, 150 bucks a month in cable. But I can go out and I can buy an asset that will produce income streams for me. I'm serious. Income streams coming into my checking account on a recurring basis. You can do it too. You can do it too. Just, just to give you an example, here's, here's a property that just, just came in. Now this, actually, I'm not going to do this property because this is a really super sweetheart deal. And I don't, I don't necessarily want you to bag and tag a super sweetheart deal right off the bat. So I'm going to go to a different deal. And this deal, this is a nice deal. This is a sweet deal. It was sent to me by uh, Michael and it's a property in San Antonio that you can buy for $95,000. It's worth $175,000 all fixed up. It's going to take about $20,000 of your personal money to buy this asset, but this asset is going to produce $300 a month in passive income. $300 a month in passive income. When you annualize that, that's $3,600 per year. That's probably more than whatever raise you're going to get from your employer. Now, you can't retire yourself. Well, I don't think you can. I'm just I'm going to go on a limb, and I'm going to say you can't retire yourself on $3,600 per year. But what if you had 10 of those? Could you retire yourself on $36,000? Keeping in mind that that $36,000 is primarily tax-free. In other words, you have depreciation coming off of these assets, which shelters the income, meaning you don't pay taxes on the income. It's a neat thing. So what does that mean? $36,000 probably transfers into a typical $50,000 a year job for most people. Now you're thinking, well, Al, I make six figures. I make a hundred grand. Okay. So get 20 of these. I'm serious. Get 20 of these things or buy a small multifamily apartment community. So you don't have 20 properties scattered around all over the place. You've got all your properties in one particular location. 
This is the beauty of real estate. And real estate will begin to pay you immediately. It will begin to start generating income streams for you immediately, provided you have people in the property. And you can increase the value of the property on the multifamily side exponentially just by improving the economic conditions of the asset. On the single family side, you're going to have to wait for things like natural appreciation. But ironically, in this one particular deal that Michael sent me, we would capture $27,000 of equity in the deal. What does that mean? It means for a $20,000 investment, we get $47,000 worth of equity. We've more than doubled our money and we're not paying any taxes on it immediately. It's a beautiful thing. This is why we invest in real estate, because with one asset, you can make some changes in your life. With a lot of assets, you make some radical changes in your life. And I'm about ready to add more assets. So I'm, I'm, going, up, I'm going up in the game. If you want to do what I'm doing, go to lifestylesunlimited.com, sign up for a free workshop, and let's get you going. Thank you for listening to Lifestyles Unlimited's Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Ready for more of the map? Visit lifestylesunlimited.com. Explore our videos and articles. Click on the radio tab to access past show podcasts. View the radio show schedule and listen to our best of radio shows. Want to continue the conversation? Follow Lifestyles Unlimited on Facebook today. We want to meet you as well. Sign up for a free workshop at Lifestyles lifestylesunlimited.com. Until next time, remember, it's not the money, it's the lifestyle. The information and opinions you hear on the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show are those of the hosts, guests, and callers and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of this station, its affiliates, its management, or advertisers. The Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show is for entertainment purposes only. Please consult a professional regarding your personal investment needs. Nothing presented on the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show constitutes an endorsement recommendation, offer, or solicitation to buy or sell any product or security.